What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay. And on the other side is that, of course, that lovely voice from Murray, Kentucky, Jim Bell. Jeremy, how's it going? It's good, John. How's it going with you? Well, I would be better if the Braves had pulled it out last night, but we'll get back <laughs> to that. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's a soapbox moment again, but we can come back to that because we, you know, that that's a soapbox that, has bothered me all year as far as the extra inning thing goes. Yep. You know? So, uh, <laughs> did you you know the Braves have not uh, completed a sacrifice bunt successfully all this season? Yeah, and guess what? They probably won't. Um, yeah. You know that's that's kind of what bothers me about the whole thing. You know, of course they're going away from this anyway to begin with next year. There's no what they call that ghost runner, uh, which I hate that call by the way. Uh, well, we used to call when I was a kid, a ghost runner was nobody was on base, you know, <laughs> uh, and that was because, um, you know, when you got on base and you only had, you know, there say there was two people on your team and, you know, two people on the other team. And so you batted, you got on base and then you right. had to go bat again. So that right. you were the ghost runner, you know? So yeah, that, that's what I, I, every time I heard them say ghost runner, I was like, Oh my gosh. Uh, back, you know, back I, back that's, days. yeah. Yeah, that, that brought it. Yeah, so, you know, they're no longer going to do that next year. They're going to go back to the normal normal rules. You know, maybe I think after – what I think should happen is maybe after a certain inning they should start that. Say, you know, if that. you don't – you know, if you don't win it in the 12, let's put that, you know, ghost runner on there. You know, that's Little League. That, that is Little League rules. They do that, you know, for extra inning stuff. Um, and that's just because they save – you know, they want to save the pitchers all that stuff. Uh, right. So, but I, I would think in the major league baseball terms that, you know, maybe we could agree on something other than, you know, the 10th inning, maybe the 12th inning, if you don't win it or something like that, you know, cause again, you're still going to be using your pitchers up and right. you don't want to use your pitchers up. So anyway, cause nobody oh. pitches a, a complete game anymore, except, you know, Bryce Elder who gets one. So, you know, exactly. I'm still excited over that. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So- Call me new school. I don't know. I just don't. I'm. I, they're they're banning the shift. I don't yes. like the shift, but I don't know how I feel about somebody telling the team how to play defense. Like yes, well, in the NFL, you don't say um, you can't have five cornerbacks and two linebackers. Right. Yeah, uh, I I agree. I'm I'm. You know, in the beginning of the year when they said they were going to ban the shift, I was thinking, okay, great. You know, let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of it. But as the year has gone on, uh, I've gotten to think, why don't you just learn to hit the ball the other way? That's um, you know, I've, I've thought of this, and I, I keep thinking this, keep thinking this. Um, you know, like, for instance, we've gone to extra innings, and I think we're six and six in extra innings. Um, and at one point, we were like, we were like one and five or something, yeah. you know, so – uh, we were terrible, and then we finally picked up a few wins. Um, but in extra There's innings, started it. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, in extra innings, I'm getting a run. Okay, me. I'm going to get a run uh, mm-hmm. because I'm going to get that guy from second to third, and then I'm going to have my guy hit me a pop fly to the outfield or get me a, a ball lifted somewhere that I'm going to get my guy home. So I'm going to get me a run, and, and of course. Wednesday night, that's what cost us. We didn't get that run in the tent. And you can look at it the same way. The Marlins and the Mets are playing. And sadly enough, I was watching the game last night, too, and I told my wife, I said, 
you know, it's the, the Mets had come back and I said, you know, look, this is the Mets game. I said, they're destined to win this game. Uh, and they ended up winning it. Um, you know, so I, I, I said, you know, get, you know, the, and the, the, the nationals, you know, they bunt him around, they bunt him to third, you know, and that's the way to do it. You get right. him to third base and then you've got, you got that out to get him home. And right. so I get me a run home every single time. Look, if this was eighties baseball and we were playing this way, um, it may go on and on and on and on because, you know, the 80s style managers would have got a run home. Right. Uh, no doubt about it. But now we want to, we got to hit the ball out. We got to hit a home run. Uh, you know, that's like last night, you know, or, or I should say Wednesday night, you know, Dansby comes up. We've got a guy there. Ronald luckily got the guy over. And that's just because her radio was running. You know, Dansby comes up and hits the ball, grounds it to third base. Right. That's the worst spot you could hit it to. Yep. Okay. Uh, you know, if if the infield's playing back, you hit the ball to second base. You know. Right. Same way with moving moving that runner along, you hit the ball to second base to get the guy to third. You know. Um, so, uh, but then again, I wonder about base running anyway to begin with. You know, I always taught my kids because uh, Contreras has has gotten himself into some base running issues of late as well. <laughs> You know, I always taught my kids, if a, if you're on second base and a ball's hit the third base, hold. Or a right. ball's hit the shortstop, hold. Don't move. Um, because they're going to throw you out. Right. Um, so I said, if the ball's hit in front of you, in front of you, don't go anywhere. I right. Said, if the ball's hit the other side of you, go. Right. Um, and so, you know, I would play scenarios with them all the time. And, and I would tell, you know, my catcher who was catching, I said, you watch this. I said, I just said this. And I said, I'm going to hit it to the third base and the shortstop. And I said, the guy at second base is going to run. I said, just watch. I said, because they weren't paying any attention. And so what happened? They would run and they would get out at third base. Yep. So I, I, I just, you know, we, we don't know base running. Um, and, and that's another thing. But just learn to hit the ball the other way. Uh, I mean, Ozzy's, you know, Ozzy's trying to pull. Ozzy could get a, Ozzy could be a 400 hitter every time if he wanted to. All you got to do when is hit the ball the other way, break- slap the ball. What? When he's not breaking fingers. When he's not breaking fingers or, or ankles or whatever. Um, but, but Matt Olson in a slump, you know, I, I got to hit 30 homers or whatever. No. What happens if you hit 350 in a year? You know, 360. You know, with these shifts, everybody should be able to hit 400 if you're if you're getting a shift played against you. Uh, you know, played it perfectly. He he did it. He 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 set a bunt down the third base line last night. I don't remember. I think it was I think it was late in the game. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah. But he laid it perfect. That's exactly yeah. what you need to do. Yeah. You know, even the even you know, I've seen them. I've seen the Marlins, you know, Don Mattingly still kind of that old school manager. And we'll talk about them in a minute where, how I feel about the Marlins right now. <laughs> um, but uh, Don Mattingly still that old school manager, um, you know, th- three months in a row, uh, you know, and especially against a guy like Kenley Jansen, you know, three months in a row, go mm-hmm. for it. I mean, I love it. Uh, you know, once had, um, you know, once in a game I was, I was, um, uh, that I think my kid wasn't playing in. It was a varsity game in baseball, and and it was against Callaway, and and the coach bunted. We had the bases loaded, uh, okay. And he he squeezed play three times in a row, and it worked. Wow, three times in a row. 
And that was because nobody knows how to play a bunt anymore either. You know, so, I mean, it's just a, it's an easy thing. Um, you know, who's got to, who's going to cover, who's going to do what, who's going to, you know, whatever, but nobody knows how to play it anymore. But again, I, I think the shift, I, I think you've got to make them stop playing the shift by hitting the ball the other way. That's, that's the only right. thing, that you know, I, 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 a guy like Freddie Freeman, you know, if Freddie was Freddie, you know, still would hit the ball to the right side, even though he was left-handed. Um, but he also knew how to hit the ball the other way if it was thrown the other way. Uh, you know, he would take that little hack, half swing at it, and just poke the ball the other way. Uh, so I think that's our problem. We just don't know how to do that. We've got to pull the ball every single time. Where did we learn that? I don't know where we learned that from. Uh, you know, again, 80s managers would have scored a run every single inning. I'll give you a throwback name that everybody in Braves country still likes. Nick Markakis was a pro with that. Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, look how many hits he had. Do you, you realize, you know, he got close to 3,000 hits, mm-hmm. Nick did. Uh, and you would never have guessed Nick Markakis, a guy that would have gotten close to 3,000 hits. Just dumping it over shortstop. Yeah. I mean, he was a guy that was a pro at hitting the ball the other way. You know, that's a guy – you know, the guy you wouldn't be able to play a shift against. You know, it's kind of like Dansby and Austin Riley. You know, those two guys, in the beginning of the year, they're playing shifts. You know, middle of the year, they stopped playing shifts because they were hitting the ball the other way. Um, and so Harris either. Yeah, and Michael Harris the same way. Because Michael Harris, as, as last night, um, you know, I, I noticed he did hit the ball one time. He hit the ball the other way, and I think he hit it right to the guy at short or third base or something. You know. Okay, well, I, I can live with something like that because he at least knew how to hit the ball the other way, and he does know how to hit the ball the other way. And that's what's his batting average. It's over 300. Right. Okay? Right. You know, yes, his batting average has gone from about that 320. You know, at one point he was hitting 270, but then guess what? He got back to the basics, started hitting the ball the other way, and his batting average now over 300. Well, I've complained about Ronald the same way. You know, right now I think Ronald's bat is just a shad – a shade late. Um, so if that's the case, hit the ball the other way. Um, and when he really gets going and he really starts hitting the ball, he starts hitting the ball in that right, right center field gap. Right. Um, that's what makes him a better player. Same way with Austin Riley. They yep. start hitting the ball the other way instead of trying to pull the ball all the time. That's what bugs me. You know, Brandon Nimmo, that slap hitter, you know, that he is, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the Mets and have not been for a long time. But Brandon Nimmo learned, knows how to slap at that ball, kind of softball. I think maybe they should bring um, somebody like uh, a softball player in and show those guys how to slap it the other way uh, because they wouldn't be playing the shift anymore, okay? Uh, and especially those fast guys like Ozzy and Michael Harris and those guys, those guys could be doubles hitters all the time. Uh, and, and all of a sudden, your hits, you know, and your average go up. And, yes, they're going to start playing, not playing the shift on you anymore. Well, guess what? You just get back to doing what you were doing. Right. You know? So, anyway. Well, yeah. But I'm with you. I, I, I think I've, I've fallen a little bit more in love with the shift because I want to make players hit the ball the other way. Yep. I agree. Uh, right, that, that's one soapbox. That's my soapbox moment right there because – 
if you learn to hit the ball the other way, we could score runs in extra innings too. Yep. By the way. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, you digress. You. <laughs> I think our people have come to know soapboxes and our side trails, and I think that's why they keep coming back. Yeah, I. You know, the people that um, that listen to me on a uh, regular basis on a Friday night or or something on a on a weeknight with a basketball know that I have enough soapboxes. Um, you know, to begin with, and Hack always—it's—it's it's like this. You know, we were joking. We we interviewed Coach Bolin on Wednesday, and we were joking. You know, Hack always tries to bait me into getting on a soapbox, just like he told Coach Bolin yesterday. He's—I always try to bait him on the soccer thing because he hates soccer. So I always try to get him going with that. So anyway, yeah, that, my my bunch knows. Uh, about soapboxes, so it's always a fun, uh, fun break time. Ball to hack, and he'll he'll get you'll get him on a soapbox. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Oh gosh, man, fun times. Getting <laughs> into the defense, the defensive division races. The Cardinals have wrapped wrapped theirs up. The Dodgers have wrapped theirs up. Yeah. Um, the Phillies are winning. No, the Padres are winning the wild card. And you've got the Padres in the Phillies. Yeah, Padres in the. Yeah, Padres and the Phillies, you know, are probably essentially um, going to win uh, the the wild card. Um, you know, the Padres uh, right now at 86 and 69. So it looks like um, if it doesn't uh, change and, and we stay where we are and the Mets win the division, it'll be the Braves and the Padres playing each other, Oof. which means we get out of playing <laughs> the Phillies in the opening round. Which yeah. I don't know. Again, I've said it all along. I said, who do you want to play in the wild card? You know, if you're the Cardinals, who do you want to play? Um, so, and you're that third-place team. So, so, these races are kind of getting squared away other than the fact of um, – and this is kind of funny because if you look at the Braves, if they were in the central division, they would be the, the leader of the pack, and they would have led it all year. Yeah. Um, so, which, you know, begs the differ of – why they're probably not in the central division, considering where they are. But uh, that's another. They're closer to Cincinnati than they are any other Eastern Division team. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, sure. So if so, you take that out of the mix. You know, the Mets are at ninety-eight fifty-eight. The Braves are at ninety-seven fifty-nine. I mean, uh, and and that's a a, a great race. Uh, you know, whereas the Dodgers are one hundred seven and forty-eight. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, they have, um, you know, outlasted everybody else. You know, the Cardinals are 90 and 66. You know, at least at least as far as the divisions go, you don't have that division that, except for the Central, uh, you know, and the Cardinals didn't really take over the Central until, of what, about a month and a half ago? Right. Uh, and they got on a roll, and the Brewers uh, all of a sudden fell off you know, you know, right now the Brewers, if you look at the Brewers, the, the Brewers, the reason they have suddenly fallen back a little bit, um, although the Phillies are three and seven, is the Brewers only went five and five. Honestly, if the Brewers had gone like eight and two or nine and one in their last ten games, they would have overtaken the Phillies right. in that third place spot. Uh, so they just, you know, they ran into the Cardinals, um, you know, they ran into some other teams, and they just haven't played well down the stretch. You know, they were still in it, uh, but they just didn't play well, hadn't played well down the stretch. You know, if you still look at the East, you know, the, the Mets are 7-3 and three and the Braves are 6-4 and four in their last 10. 
you know, but the Phillies three and seven, and of course they ran into the Braves. That hurts. Uh, But, um, but, you know, now the Phillies, it looks like, you know, this wild card set is going to be, you know, a Braves match, whoever, and then uh, Padres, Padres Phillies. That's what it's going to be. I'll let you look at the the American League. What does the American League look like? Uh, The American League, hold on just a second. Let me get there. Uh, The American League. I know who's won the division races. I know the Yankees have won. The... Yeah, the Yankees, uh, Guardians have won. Right. Uh, so, yeah, the Yankees Yankees are um, are 96 and 59. The Guardians are 87 and 68. They've won. And look, um, the Yankees are 9 and 1 in their last 10 games, and the Guardians are 8 and 2. Uh, so, everybody else in that central division just kind of fell off very quickly. Yeah. Uh, to where, you know, just about a month ago, we were talking about how the Twins. The Twins were, were possibly going to win. The Guardians, you know, weren't far off. Neither were the White Sox. And now they're 11 games out. I mean, they're done, basically. Um, and so then the Astros have won. They're, they're a 100-game winner, 102 games, as a matter of fact. Uh, and then the Mariners. Uh, the Mariners have struggled a little bit down the stretch. Uh, but they still, you know, the wild card is going to come from the Blue Jays, Rays, and Mariners. Okay. Uh, and it looks like. Uh, with a couple more wins, those can be secured. Oreos four and six in their last uh, ten games. Uh, that has str- made a struggle for them because honestly, if they'd have gone like eight and two, something like that in their last ten games, they could have taken over the Mariners that and knocked ma- the Mariners out. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> and right now, to be honest with you, the Mariners are at eighty-four and seventy. The Rays are at eighty-five and seventy. Uh-huh. So they're a half a game out of that second place spot, which means they would play the Blue Jays, and which means the if if it if it stays like it is, you know the the Blue Jays and the Rays in the same division are going to play each other, and the Mariners are going to get the Astros in the same division. So not the no 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 sorry sorry no 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 let me rephrase that the Mariners are going to get the Guardians. I'm sorry okay. they're going to get the Guardians. So and then. It'll be the Astros and the Yankees with that first round bye. So, yeah. gotcha. Um, well, I think we've digressed long enough. Uh, we've avoided the we've avoided the situation. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nash. Uh, I don't know. I, I've lost my train of thought there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh. Yes. I was trying to make I was trying to make a funny pun, but it didn't really work out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Kyle Muller pitches really good on uh, Tuesday night, and I was I was glad to see him come up. Yeah, I'm disappointed he didn't make it out of that fifth inning to be able to go, uh, and only went four and two thirds. So I was kind of wondering why, you know, he didn't stay in uh, the uh, the to finish the fifth, considering uh, we had a lead at the time, uh, I believe it was um, four to two at the time when he was taken out. So, you know, yeah, six hits, he, two earned runs. He, he walked a guy and gave and four strikeouts. Uh, you know, the bullpen was great once again. Uh, McHugh picked up that extra half inning to get it back to finish out the, the fifth. He got- uh, and then Mentor, Mentor Chavez and Matzik finished it up. Yeah. So, did you – were you able to watch this game? I just – I didn't watch a whole lot of it. I just watched kind of bits and pieces of it. Uh, so, um, I wasn't able to uh, catch up. But I, I just kind of watched the, 
that we hit the ball well. I know that. The reason I ask is not anything to do with the Braves. They yeah. Fires at first base. Yeah. Um, Three overtime call, overturned calls at first base. Yeah. Well, guess what? Last night, or Wednesday night, was the same thing. There was two. Yeah. Um, what is you know, and I don't know, and 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 why? Um, why I, I I was wondering when I was watching the game Wednesday night, and I saw the two overturned calls, um, and and I was like, wow, those seem pretty obvious, um, with the exception of the Arcia play when he had to kind of go on the ground to get the ball after you know. The pitchers, uh, both times, pitchers struggling to throw the ball to first base. Um, Matt Olson saved one, and Arcia saved another one. Uh-huh. Uh, but the Matt Olson one was was pretty obvious that he got there before the runner did. He had to dive back to first base. Right. Um, and then the second one with Arcia, I could a little bit see what might have been an issue as far as him maybe thinking he had a cleat or something not on the on the bag because he had to stretch out. But the problem was when he caught the ball, his foot was on the bag, uh, on the side of the bag. And then, you know, he kind of came off because he was having a stretch to get it. But when he first caught it, it was that away. So, yeah, I was I was just, um, you know, it, it was an oddity seeing seeing those. And I, actually, I think I may have, on, on that um, Tuesday night, may have seen a couple of those uh, plays at first that they, they called out. But, yeah, but it's a rarity we actually won challenges. Right, um, but and those were pretty pretty obvious ones. And yeah. I'm this and the umpires or nothing. I just thought no. it was kind of interesting that there were three overturned calls in the Braves yeah. at the same base. Yeah, it didn't involve Angel Hernandez, you know. So oh, yeah, that's uh, true. <clears throat> he's got a bunch. Um, yeah, no, I was I was you know he had a veteran umpire Wednesday night at first base. Uh, yeah, look, you know they those guys are probably ready for the year to be over too. Oh, I know. Um, and, um, you know, the, you know, the, the umpire first, you know, Arcia, I could see the play at first. I could understand it, you know, but you're always taught as an umpire, you listen for the ball to hit the glove and the, and the foot to hit the bag. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what you're really listening and watching for, but listening a lot of it, uh, to see. And so, you know, it's bang, bang play. And, and, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is, but, um, but yeah, it's an oddity to have a lot of those. But then again, look what happened um, Tuesday night um, with the Marlins. Uh, their guy getting uh, three yeah. box three box called against in a row um, in a row. Uh, so that was an an oddity. And then he came it, that that guy actually came in to pitch Wednesday night, and uh, the home plate umpire was the guy who called them all. And look, I'm sitting there watching it, and and the and the guy's right at first base. You know, the pitcher never came set. Uh, you know, that was that was the whole issue. You know, when you've got a guy on first base as a pitcher, you've got to come set for that one second. Uh, that's why it always bothered me pitchers that want to hold their gloves up high instead of coming set against their body and then throwing. Because uh-huh. when you come set against your body, you you get that rest, and you're like. Boom. Okay, I think it's easier for you to deceive the umpire with a with the ball um, with the glove coming down to your body and then going because it looks like you're resting it against your 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 belly there, uh, and so you give off you're, you're deceiving the umpire. But when you hold him up high, you you can't deceive the umpire because he can just watch you 
and he can watch you not come set, you know. Huh. And that's what happened with the the Marlins guy. The three times he did not come set, and 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 you watched to watch it. I mean, he, he had to really concentrate on um, Wednesday night to make sure he came set. Uh-huh. So you know that's just something that doesn't get called a lot. Um, and, and it should, to be honest with you, it's just like why we, why we need a pitch clock, uh, in the majors, you know, if the umpires really enforce the rules, like they're set batters are only supposed to take one foot out of the batter's box. Okay. One foot. They're not supposed to get out of the batter's box more than that one foot. they're, They're supposed to take that step out and leave one foot in the batter's box and then get right back in. Well, the umpires don't enforce that. You've got all these guys that want to step out and they want to adjust all of their um, their apparel, you know, their gloves and all that stuff. Man, Nomar Garciaparra would have never made it with a pitch clock <laughs> because because he would step out and he would. I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's a habit, it's a tick thing that they've got going on. You know, they're he he would adjust it three or four times each right. side before he decided to get back in the box. But and, and with the way the rules are set and if the umpires enforced it, you know, they're supposed to just be one foot out, look down, whatever, get back in. And that's it. That's all they're allowed. Right. Uh, so, you know, if we enforce the rules like they're supposed to be done, then we wouldn't have some of these some of these things. And a pitcher knows I gotta come set one second. That's all I gotta do. One second and then I can go. And if you don't come set one second well, that's a balk. That's yeah. not. I mean, it, that's just the way it is. Right. So, yeah. Um. So, pitching wise, the Braves were great that night. Um, who stood out to you offensively? Well, everybody got the job done. Um, but I, I'm going to go back to Michael Harris. All right. I mean, two RBIs, two runs, two for five. You know, another good night at the plate. Um, you know, which which is good. Arcia, another. You know, he had one hit as well. Um, you know, Rosario had a had a hit with an, a couple of RBIs. Uh, so I, I would lean more towards Harris, but you know, it was a good hitting night, awesome. uh, which is all which is always good. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So we'll go with uh, Michael Harris for the player of the game. Yeah. So moving on to last night, which was Wednesday night, and uh, yeah, Wednesday night in Washington. The uh, Braves yeah. in next things three to two. Um, Odorizzi didn't pitch bad, but they only gave him three and two thirds innings. So yeah, I was I, I was um, I, I was I, I was curious. You know, this is the I think this is the fourth start that he has not made it out of the fourth inning. Uh, right. You know, last night only three and two thirds, uh, which I was kind of surprised at. Uh, you know, you texted me early on and said, here we go again, um, you know, with that, with the one run they got in the bottom of the first. Um, so I thought it was going to be worse, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suspect that that if the Braves are in any any kind of way still in it by next week, we're not going to see Yoda Rizzi pitch. No. Um, because the way it sets up, um, you know – with what's going on this weekend, Max is, you know, it's, it's Freed, Wright, and Morton going this weekend. And so I suspect you'll see probably Elder and Muller go again. I like um, that. I, 
I think you're going to see Elder for sure, probably, right. uh, just because the way that he has pitched. Uh, so I think you're going to see Mueller. Uh, but I suspect if we stay in that wild card race, meaning we've got to, we've got to, um, we've got to play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, you might see Odorizzi pitch just because we're going to set it up to where we're going to lead off with, again, this same lineup with Freed, Wright, and Morton on that Saturday, uh, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. Um, and then whatever happens, then we're going to – whoever's left, if we win it, if it's two out of three, we win it in two games, we win the straight two games, then you're going to see Charlie Morton lead off uh, for, you know, that uh, divisional series with the Mets or whoever it is. So right. my guess is that's the only reason you would see Jake Odorizzi pitch. But if it's going to come right down to it, to where we have to have this game, he's not pitching. To me, he's not pitching. Right. Uh, because I, I can't see uh, going back with him, especially since he hadn't gotten out of the fourth inning uh, in his last four starts. So I suspect this will be the last time you see Jake Odorizzi. Because he's not going to pitch. I would not pitch him in the playoffs. Uh, right now, right. I think a guy like Bryce Elder has deserved his chance to get to pitch in the playoffs. I do, so I now do. you got you got four guys. That's all you need. Especially Spencer Strider's not coming back, um, which we hope he is. Yes. But you got four guys. You don't need anybody else. Yeah. Um, so the bullpen kept the Braves in this game for the longest part, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. I, you know, for me. And I don't, you know, he never second guess what Snit does because he, I think he does a great job. Uh, but in that, in that eighth inning, uh, Minter came out and threw six pitches. So I might have thought about saying, AJ, you want to go out for another inning? And that way in the 10th, as much as I have <clears throat> hounded on Kenley Jensen, I might have gone back out with Kenley Jensen because of him being that strikeout pitcher. Um, because of him being that, that cutter that's hard to hit, uh, you know. So I might have gone back out in the tent with um, uh, Jansen and, and then gone back out in the ninth with Mentor and let him pitch too many. And then if he got in trouble, then you could come back with, you know, with Jackson Stevens or somebody like that and then save Jansen for that, you know, that, that inning. But you know what, it's, it's okay. You know, Jansen got out of it. Jackson Stevens has pitched well. You know, the bullpen's only given up one uh, one run in uh, – I can't even I, – I, I don't even remember how – it's been a while uh, that they since they've given up a run. So, uh, you know, I can't complain. No. Uh, they, they did their – they've done their job. Uh, they've, they've pitched well. Uh, so, I, I'm not going to complain about the bullpen. And, yes, I know we lost the game last night. But – uh, the bullpen has looked a lot like the bullpen of old, and I think that is going to serve us well. And, again, if you've got a guy like Jake Odorizzi who actually knows how to pitch and actually knows how to get you at least to the fifth or sixth inning, you don't have to use this many guys because we used a lot of guys. And, too, as well, we got the day off. Thursday's the day off before we get into that game on Friday with the Mets. So you can put all hands on deck and pitch everybody. But you've got to have your guys going longer than four innings or three and two-thirds or whatever. So it's a little frustrating with Odorizzi not being able to do that. I, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Part of my vote would be for the bullpen. Yeah, I, you know, it wasn't a whole lot that went on. You know, I mean, 
Uh, Matt Olson had a couple of hits, but he came up in a huge spot uh, with a chance to give us the lead um, and and couldn't do it, struck out. Uh, so um, we had just gotten the lead back, uh, just got it tied, I should say, um, on, with, you know, and, and the guy that tied it was Michael Harris with the hit. Uh, so we just gotten that back, and then all of a sudden, you know, Matt Olson has a chance to – you know, uh, get a hit, get a couple runs, and, you know, couldn't do it. So, so yeah, I, I would vote the bullpen in this regard. Yes. So, we move on to Friday. Well, first of all, do you think they're going to play in Atlanta on Friday? Saturday, Sunday? Um, well, I mean, what's your weather forecast? You know, it looks like at least for one of these games, you're going to get a lot of rain, right? Well, as of right now, I think we're good. Like, I don't think we're going to get that bad. But yeah. I'm in the northwest part of Georgia, so I'm not down – we're not down in Atlanta. Well, right. I guess we are like 30, 45 minutes away from – Yeah, you're, you're close. Closer, yeah. I thought, I guess. Yeah. Uh, from all I can tell, it's not going to be that bad. But they've – like, they've canceled all uh, Atlanta public schools. Um, they've yeah. put all their athletics from yesterday till Sunday. So, wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think Ouch. it was bad, to be honest. But right. put that in Florida because I've got friends down there, and they're, they've got yeah. – it's rough. Right. Like, really bad. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I see. You know, I was a – I was – I must have been boring. I'm, I'm boring anyway, but um, I was really bored yesterday. Instead of – I was listening to the Weather Channel on my XM, you know, all day yesterday because I, I, I find those to be intriguing. You know, I, I'm a – I like weather stuff, you know. I, I my wife always tells me, you know, whenever we have to hunker down because there's a tornado or something in the area and we got to get somewhere, you know, she always tells me, "Didn't you just hear that guy on TV say stop being looking out the window, or <laughs> stop opening the door, watching for it or something like that?" Didn't you hear yep. that guy? And I'm like, "Did he say something? I didn't hear that guy. I think the TV went off by the time he said that, you know." So, so that that's was me. Friend. So I had a friend like yeah. that. Yeah. He, he yeah. So. One night. Yeah. So I I'm like I would like to be Jim Cantori, uh, you know. So um, I would like to be the guy who you know like what happened on Wednesday. He's getting blown all over the place. A tree branch comes along and hits him, you know, and and he finally decides to get out of the wind. You know that that's me. I would be the guy out there doing that because I think that's very intriguing. But yeah. But um, you know, we happen to be at Disney World one fall break when hurricane Matthew came through. Uh, and, and that was, and that was an eerie feeling, you know, when you're in the middle of the park on a, you know, when the, knowing the hurricane's coming on, on, um, Friday, knowing Uh it's going to come Thursday night and Friday. Uh, and it's just an eerie feeling on a Tuesday when you're in the middle standing in line for a ride and all of a sudden everybody's phones go off because Uh it's a hurricane warning. You laid upgraded to a hurricane warning. And uh, so it was like, oh, my gosh. And so, you know, they close the parks early and, and you know, they're trying to get food to everybody. And, and it's a mass chaos uh, with thousands of people trying to get food. And, and it's just crazy. And, and, you know, so we finally get back to the room right before it starts coming a flood because it was about a seven or eight minute walk that we had to go on to get back to the room. And uh-huh. so we stayed in the room and the park was closed on Friday. We got back out on Friday, but it's just that eerie feeling afterwards, too. You know, it's wind is it's just different, you know. So, um, you know, but I I like that. You know, I'm I I kind of you know 
I kind of enjoy, I hate not enjoy, you know, but I, I, I would like to be the guy storm chasing, you know, that's just something I would like to do. So yeah. anyway, um, I think they'll get them in. I think they'll stay here in Atlanta and play all three games in Atlanta. Yeah. I, I think you're probably going to see it that way. Uh, I do not want to go anywhere else. Um, I definitely do not want to go to New York and play. No, that would, uh, even though I would even though they're gonna yeah even though they're gonna say oh well you're the home team no no no, uh, no. we're not the home team because we're still playing in New York so I would not want to go to New York at all ever um, so I I want to keep where either where we're at or we're gonna go somewhere close to play which where's that gonna be I don't know. Uh, but I think they will try to get it in. What's going to be they, – they, I think they were talking about if they couldn't get Friday's game in, they'd go with the split doubleheader, uh, you know, a, a um, afternoon, night, you know, doubleheader, day-night doubleheader, something I'm like that. I'm Saturday, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Well, you know, what's happened is, you know, even the Mets have kind of stepped up theirs a little bit. You know, DeGrom was supposed to go – it's supposed to be DeGrom, Scherzer going Saturday and Sunday, and they've moved DeGrom up to Friday, right? Um, which, you know, this late in the year, when you start messing with stuff like that, um, you know, it, it really, except, you know, the only exception is DeGrom and Scherzer. You know, those guys have not pitched a load of innings because DeGrom hasn't been in there, you know, for the last, you know, he, he missed the first couple of months. Right. And Scherzer missed a couple of months. So you can move guys around like that that don't have a load of innings uh, and 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 not mess anything up. So, uh, but they've moved Degrom up. But I was cur- I'm gonna curious to know, you know, because they uh, Bassett was supposed to pitch, uh, and so so I guess he'll go um, on Saturday. Uh, but I, I would say that with Degrom going on on Friday, the Mets are trying to throw the knockout punch quickly. Yep. Uh, so that they can get us out of the way because. Again, you know, one game out is what we are. And so what what we need to do is we, we need to win this first game uh, right. so, so we can get it tied. And then, you know, the worst-case scenario of what would happen is we'd be two games out uh, if we lost the next two games. Uh, or if we won, you know, two out of three, you know, it would be back to being tied again. So my guess is the Mets are going to play this, uh, you know, if they lose on Friday night and it's tied, you know, I think they'll go back to Bassett on Saturday. If if they if they win, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see Scherzer going Saturday so that they really want to throw the knockout punch. Uh, got you. Um, that sounds like a plan. But uh, Yeah, it sounds like a plan. I it's think... good when you got two guys like that and you can go just throw. But then after that, you know, their pitching staff is nothing, basically. Nope. You're you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm excited for this weekend. Um, uh, I I think the Braves have got a shot. I think they've you know they've done what they needed to do, and I think they can pull it off. I'm, I'm a well, little I, optimistic. Yeah. Well, like I told you, where I want to be in each of the series, I want to be within that game range. Right. Um, and I don't think we've been this close when a series has started. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I want to be in that game range because, again, you put a lot of pressure – Both pressure's on both teams. Yes, right. I know the Mets have, have a game lead right now, so they may not have as much pressure. Well, 
Yes, there is, because they want to win that first game just like you do. Mm-hmm. So that pressure is still there. They're not going to relax either. Uh, you know, the, the Grom's going. I mean, he wasn't supposed to go. Bassett was supposed to go. Uh, right. So, and they were going to go back with DeGrom and Scherzer on Saturday and Sunday. Well, um, you know, Buck Showalter's an old-school manager as well, and he knows, let's get on them and let's, let's, you know, let's try to throw that knockout punch. Well, you know, being within a game, you know, we win the first game, we're tied. Right. You know? and, and then all the pressure, again, is, is on you as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tight. It's very tight. Uh, and and I and I'm glad. And I, who's gonna who's gonna sustain the pressure? Who's gonna who's gonna collapse under pressure? That's the key. Uh, and the Mets fortunately have their two guys, Degrom and Scherzer. Uh, so pitching wise, they're good. After that, they may struggle. Um, they gotta hope there's no rain stuff, you know, to where they have to go with somebody out of the bullpen or something like that. So right. they're gonna. You know, we're uh, anyway. It's it's just a mess, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a great mess, and and we are right there, one game out, and this is exactly where we want to be. We'd like to be tied, but one game is right now. We are within reach of yep, the uh, Eastern Division title, but the Mets are in reach too as well. They win all three games this weekend, and we are done. Yep. Okay. Yep. We'll be in the wild card, and you know they'll win the division. So. Yep. Well, it's what it is. The Braves can do it, and yep. I, I, I think they can. I think they can, yes, sir. Well, that's about all I had for today since we only had two games to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you got anything else to add before we get out of here? No, I'm good. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, you guys won't get a lot of rain and, and uh, we'll be able to – if you do get some rain, would you send it our way? So, well, unfortunately, um, I think it's going east. So I, Yeah, I know. No. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. We've been lacking a little bit of rain up here as well. So, uh, we could use a little bit if that's okay. So, yeah, yeah right. just send it send it our way if you can, please. I would try. <laughs> oh, I that kind of power. That's right. That's right. But that's I'm good, man. It's 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 good. Big weekend series. Let's go, Braves. Let's go. Um, well, thanks guys for listening to us ramble for the last thirty forty five minutes. Uh, as always, I know you guys enjoy our side trails. That's why you keep coming <laughs> back. Um, yep. If you want to follow the show, you can follow us on social media on Twitter at Ethos Braves. I'm at F three Motley Crew. Um, you can follow us both on Facebook. I'm at John Robert McKeck. And I'm at plain old Jeremy Bell. Uh, it's not very plain. Um, <laughs> you can listen, get the show anywhere you like to listen to the podcast. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, um, and many more that I have no clue about. Um, and as always, go Braves. Go Braves.